Hello and welcome to our second bonus edition of Theatre Club Podcast. Um, I'm here with my sister Alice. Hello. This is more, I'd say this is more of like a public service announcement today because I just need everybody to know that the National Theatre new season goes on sale this coming Friday. That's Friday the 18th and there's a, a few really good shows that we're excited to see. Oscar, what are you? I know you're really excited to see Follies, aren't you? Well, yeah, Follies is coming back. We saw Follies last summer, Sorry, and they're bringing it back um, again. So that's one that I'll definitely be booking to see. Do we know anything about casting? Um, Janie D is coming back. Um, I don't know who's going to play the Imelda role. I hope they get someone new. Actually, Imelda was great, but give someone else a turn, Imelda. Hades Town. What's um, that? I don't know. It's come from America. It's already been on there. It is a sort of folk musical mm-hmm. um sort of folk rock music you can actually listen to it's on spotify i think it's called Town. just the quote on the website said Town will be your next musical theater obsession says vogue and what vogue don't know about theater ain't worth knowing <laughs> so that just sounds cool so i think i'm just going to book that anyway probably it's in the olivier theater and the back row is a good view you're a bit far away but the seats are cheap mm. so i'll probably just book the back row for that um, oh, what's no, the other I'm show? excited to see. Um, so it's called Home, I'm Darling. And it's a new play that's on in July. And it's got, the reason I'm interested in this is it's got Catherine Parkinson in it. And she does, I was like, oh my God, it's three minutes past. Uh-oh. I know, and that's why I didn't get them. Uh, I was trying as well, but I was on 4G and it just dropped out. And by the time the page refreshed, all the seats had gone. You for really Swan need Lake. to be on a computer to do this. Really do. A desktop, preferably. An old school desktop with a very loud, noisy fan and a big old monitor. And no phone by next to you ringing and people going... And I'm like, excuse me, can you, I, I'm really busy right now. Can you stop it? Stop asking me work questions. Trying to do Friday rush tickets. So, yeah, do your research. Get a national theatre and book that season up. Um... Next, you're going to hear Madeline and I at The Inheritance Part 2. We did a little bit of recording live at The Young Vic. However, we arrive late because it's a, it's an early start. It starts at 7.15, so we couldn't record before we went in. I'm sorry, did you arrive late for a show? No, I don't mean arri- arrive late. It, just, it started at 7.15, so we didn't get there for enough time to do a oh, little record it. first. We both arrived at like 7, so we kind of had to... Madeline had to grab a quiche from Sainsbury's for her dinner. And, uh, I know, what Why a weird choice. What food. a weird choice. I mean, those eggs aren't organic in that quiche, Mads. <laughs> I hope you know that. But as you'll, you're about to hear, we did think part one was a little bit better anyway. Oh, so if you on. could just do one. But anyway, enjoy listening to that, and we will be back for a proper episode of Theatre Club Podcast soon. So it's um, the second part of Inheritance and Oscar and I are at the Young Vic um, sitting in exactly the same seats as we had for the first one which is kind of weird um, and yeah so Oscar what do you think? I've liked it I've kind of got straight back into it even though it's been about three weeks since we were here last yeah, I have too. I'm totally back in. There was a, one bit where I sort of had what was quite good. Um, Oscar picked up at the box office as we came in a wee sort of synopsis of part one, and I just sort of skim read that just before we went in. But I was like, oh yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I do remember where we are. Um, and the cast are all, I mean, they're terrific. So These good. young guys. You know what I mean? They're so good. Um, I'm, well, I'm wondering when Vanessa Redgrave's going to show up. Oh, I know. There was a, a mention of Vanessa earlier in the show, and she got a whoop already, and I get it's good. It's, I mean, obviously, it's the Young Vic crowd. Whoop, whoop, whoop for Vanessa. Well, that was kind of a, a knowing reference to her appearance in the film of Howard's End, on which this is based. So what else to say about part two? 
Okay, firstly, are you when have you enjoyed this first act as much? Because I'm feeling I'm, I'm a bit like, mm, it's not as good as I thought it was going to be. Well, I think for splitting the show in half and then kind of coming back and seeing a second half, I think it does need to take a bit more of a leap into a new direction because this is kind of similar to Act One, as if it is just like one massive seven-hour play. But, um, There's maybe part of it, what I'm kind of thinking at this stage of it, is I'm thinking a seven-hour play, a bit indulgent. There was quite a lot there you could have chopped out. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like... A modern, it's like Netflix binge-watching a play, that kind of feeling. You're watching, like, seven hours or something. That's how long a, you know, a Netflix series tends to be, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's got that kind of vibe, which, which is good, but I kind of just wish when they'd come back in with the second half, especially as it's been a couple of weeks since we saw part one, that it had gone, like, faster into a new direction and a new place. But I think that's kind of where it's veering to, where the, that scene ended quite dramatically and I feel like I guess we're maybe going somewhere else now. Yeah, I would also definitely say, because it, it is I mean, the, the stage is so minimalist, there's nothing on it and, um, you know, it's a Friday night quite tired, working week and I think if you were, if you do have a propensity to nod off in a theatre, which um, one of my pals does, um, don't come and see this. Although you'll, you'd be waking up every now and again with some uh, some male nudity or Shrieking Queens. Well, there's only just bloody been boys and speedos thus far. I'm a bit disappointed, quite frankly. No full frontal this time. We're getting getting there. (laughs) Maybe Vanessa's coming with that. (laughs) (laughs) We can only hope. Okay, we're done. It's over. Seven hours of our lives. More than seven hours. It's a bloody working day, hun. We're walking down the street now. That was that was great. Overall, I feel like, like we've lived through something, Madeline. I do. I don't know, hun. I do feel a bit like the... No, the first one was much better. I'm going to really... I'm, yeah, no, I'm saying that, hands down. First half was much better. Yeah, I mean, maybe seven plus hours was a bit much and the second half probably it wasn't it wasn't as incredible as the first first half kind of blew us away and this half didn't blow us away but um I still loved it as a whole it was like like I said it's like binging a whole Netflix series all in one go yeah, and then it's like trying to remember where you've like you're on sort of ep three of a Netflix series, and you're like, wait a minute, who shagged who again? <laughs> oh yeah, da, da, da. but I don't know. I think that I th- I found the first half that we saw so deeply moving that that in contrast was just really didn't move me at all. And there were sort of sniffles throughout the theatre, and I'm wondering if that was people's like hay fever because I'm thinking. If you're crying, I don't know what you're crying at because I didn't find it, it just didn't hit me like that. And I found that they had this device, and so in the first half they didn't do this, and the second half they do, where it's much more like basically they're reciting a book. So they talk about themselves in the third person the whole time. So it's like Toby left to get in the car, and as he drove away, William, da da da. And they speak like that all the time, and eventually you're a bit like, it's like it irritates me like when Robbie Williams talked about himself in the third person in the late 90s <laughs> don't compare the inheritance to Robbie Williams so, Madeline so, so, so. I think it's because in the first half um, 
Ian Forrester, the, uh, the author of Howard's End, was narrating. He was sort of directing everyone, oh, narrating course, everyone. Yeah. And because they sort of kicked him out of the story, they then took over it themselves. And yeah, maybe that didn't work as well as when he was doing it. I really liked that in the first part, that he was controlling everything. Yeah, I think that's what I preferred. I preferred that there was it seemed like a narrator um, in the first half. But, yeah, let's not say too much. We'll do a proper review. Yeah, we'll do a proper review. But suffice to say, as a whole, I think it's still a very incredible play. But part one was incredible. Yeah. Part I'd two. I'd say, if you were... Can you get day seats? What's the dealio? I don't know. There was a huge returns queue today. Yeah. But I'd, I'd be interested to know how many of those people actually got a seat. It's only until the 19th of May. So I don't know how many opportunities would be left for a part one and part two. Yeah. If you are going to do it, go part one. If you could just see part one, then yeah, I would say, I feel like you'd see it and want to watch part two, but part one is the better part. Um, but anyway, we'll have, we'll talk a little bit more probably in the next episode, right, Mads, and give just a little bit more detail, but suffice to say, it was pretty epic. Yes. And that is it for another bonus episode of Theatre Club. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Theatre Club Podcast and on Twitter at Theatre Club Pod to stay up to date. And we'll be back with you next week for another episode of Theatre Club Podcast. Bye.